the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. I may have to rethink my lifelong hatred of the sports teams from the University of Indiana in light of the fact that the uh, decidedly inferior state to the state of Ohio uh, yesterday banned gender-affirming care for minors. Don't you love the language? Gender-affirming. Gender-affirming. Scientifically incorrect care. (laughs) Biologically confounding care, uh, satanically motivated care, all also known as gender-affirming care. Good for Indiana. Uh, Why do we find ourselves right now in a world, in a country, where things that we know that are blatantly untrue are being portrayed as true? Well, it is, of course, about power. It is, of course, about people wanting to gain power, aggregate power, and then, of course, wield power against you and against me. The transgender movement is inarguably powerful. So powerful that in the span of, what, 10 days, we have... It didn't even take that long. It's just how long it's been since the Nashville shooting um, a little over a week ago on a Monday. We have seen the transgender shooter, the biological female, the woman who did the murdering of nine-year-old girls, a nine-year-old boy, two women in their 60s, and a janitor who is black. I mean, that's a screw-up by the transgender shooter to kill a black person because black lives matter, right? Oh, wait, what? Black lives matter. I seem to remember that used to be a thing, black lives matter. Do we hear about black lives matter anymore? No, we don't. You know what we hear about now? Trans women are women. Trans men are men. Trans rights are human rights. Sorry about it, black lives matter. You have lost your relevance in the cultural Marxist movement because... They have a new favorite plaything, and it is the transgender movement. They have a new favorite sledgehammer. It is the transgender movement. Because if you can be painted as an oppressor for a new, fresh reason, and transgenderism is the new, fresh reason, well, then we can double down on the fact that all of you who oppose our agendas on whatever it is, climate, domestic energy, southern border, world dominance, Trump, if we can expose you as not being on board with what we, the powerful, think, well, then we can club you. And besides, the uh, finely honed edge on the Black Lives Matter movement is kind of dulled since they 
wielded it for all it was worth in the aftermath of George Floyd. They need a new weapon, and the transgender movement is the new weapon. And it's it's got a really, really, really sharp edge. So sharp that a guy who has been a quote-unquote woman for just a little over one year is now one of the most famous people in America, Dylan Mulvaney. Dylan Mulvaney, uh, in his uh, brief one year as a fake woman, has uh, received an audience with the White House, has been uh, embarrassingly groveled to by, I forget her name, she's so irrelevant to me, but it's some, oh, Drew Barrymore, national nationally televised talk show host. And now Dylan Mulvaney has uh, been pictured on uh, cans of Bud Light beer. And today we find word that Dylan Mulvaney has been hired as a brand ambassador for Nike. What do you think Dylan Mulvaney, the fake woman, biological dude, is hawking for Nike? Ah, sorry. If you said Air Jordans, eh. sports bras. Sports bras and, of course, women's workout wear. Uh, This is obviously not a gag because it's been carried to (laughs) a degree that the gag would have long ago been exposed when Tampax, Ulta Beauty, and other brands also affiliated themselves with fake woman, actual biological dude, Dylan Mulvaney. No, this is not a gag. This is not a troll. This is where we are in our culture. And if you push back against it, if you push back against it, you will, of course, be told that you are hateful, intolerant, bigoted, all the other things that they have screamed at you before. Shall we review what has happened since a mentally ill transgender, but I repeat myself, person murdered three nine-year-olds and three adults. What has happened since then? Well, the shooter has been turned into the victim because her Bible-believing parents, or at least I've been presumed they've been labeled Bible-believing parents, didn't honor the shooter's authentic self. No, actually, they did honor her authentic self, and that's something that the kid didn't want to hear, and so we got what we got in that Presbyterian uh, church school. Madonna has announced a benefit concert for transgender people in Nashville. Trying to think. When Dylan Roof murdered six, how many people was it? How many black people did Dylan Roof murder in his racist attack? Do you think if a white supremacy organization had shown up, I believe that was in South Carolina, to hold a benefit for Dylan Roof right after he did that, do you think the national media would have let that slide like they let Madonna slide? Then we had the Country Music Television Awards show over the weekend. Less than a week 
since the shooting in Nashville, where a major country artist, Kelsey Ballerini, cavorted around on stage with drag queens singing a song, If You Go Down, I'm Going Down Too, which was basically telling everyone in the audience, country music artists, fans, and viewers, pick a side, and if you pick the wrong side, which is to say the common sense side, the truth side, the biology side, the science side, if you pick that side, well, then we are coming after you. The transgender movement, just like the Black Lives Matter movement, just like all the movements that are not authentic and are laced with demonic error, is the left's way of telling you that you are helpless, you are wrong, you do not matter, and you will give in, or else. Thankfully, there are a few people, at least, who see this for the attempt to radically change our country and our culture for what it is. Last night, Travis Tritt, who in his day was a huge country artist, but is not nearly as huge a country artist now, uh, tweeted that he would be taking all mention of Anheuser-Busch products off his concert tours in the future for Anheuser-Busch, Bud Light, making a fuss over Dylan Mulvaney's 365 days of girlhood puke. I don't know what the pushback will be on Nike. Nike's a big brand. Will consumers say no to Nike? Will women say no to Nike? How can women not be offended by Dylan Mulvaney being a Nike brand ambassador? How is that possible? Like, it's one thing to be insulted. It's another to be insulted and to... Refuse to push back against the insult. I don't know how any f- actual woman who is accomplished in sports wears that Nike swoosh now that Nike is paying Dylan Mulvaney. Uh, because today is our last day of the week as a live show on the air, we will talk to our normal Friday noon guest, Jack Windsor, in about 13 minutes. Jack will join us live at 12.05. We'll talk about what is going on at the Ohio Press Network, the stories they are covering. I'm sure we'll touch on Trump's indictment and more. So Jack Windsor coming up at 12.05. Uh, Riley Gaines is the swimmer from the University of Kentucky who was, um, well, she was... Uh, sexually at least harassed by the biological man, Will Thomas, masquerading as Leah Thomas, uh, disrobing and dressing in the women's locker room at the NCAA Swimming Championships. Uh, Riley Gaines not taking that insult lying down, not taking the fact that the NCAA allowed Will Thomas to win an NCAA Swimming Championship as his fake alter ego, Leah Thomas, Riley Gaines has gone on a speaking tour. Riley Gaines is uh, an outspoken proponent of the fact that men are men, women are women, and that men should not be competing in women's sports. She takes note of the word progressive. Saying progressive usually indicates positively moving in the forward direction. But the erasure we're seeing of women in the guise of progress is actually the contrary. 
Allowing anyone to claim they are a woman takes us back in time. Yeah, back in time. To what? Uh, Pre-creation times when there were no men and there were no women, all of whom have been created in the image of God. And here's another interesting aspect of the transgender movement. They will tell you, the transgender activists, that men can be women merely saying they're women. I'm, I feel like a woman. I am a woman. That is their viewpoint. And it's okay, and you don't dare criticize it, right? Uh, why, then, is there such a thing as cultural appropriation? Uh, you can't wear uh, an Indian chief costume at Halloween, or you are appropriating Native American culture. Uh, you certainly... Though it's okay to be a man dressed garishly as a woman if you are a drag queen, it is not okay if you are a white person to wear blackface. I'm not making the argument that it should be okay for white people to wear blackface. I'm making the argument that it should not be okay for men to masquerade as women. Uh, Delano Squires is a very smart guy who I follow on Twitter. I would uh, highly recommend you follow him. As a re- he's a research fellow at the Heritage Foundation. And he says, I've never heard anybody explain why transgenderism should be celebrated, but that transracialism is rejected. Transracialism is a phenomenon we've seen with people like Rachel Dolezal, Sean King, and others who are white, contend they are black, and then once they are outed as actually being white, they are universally condemned. Delano Squire says, the best reason I've heard is that transgenderism and transracialism is not the same thing, which is ironic because activists frame their fight on the transgender side as the next iteration of the civil rights movement. Yeah, smart guy, smart guy. A story on the Hill caught my eye. The headline is The Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion Backlash is Underway. Well, good. As you might expect, the Hill does not share my opinion. That it is good that there is supposedly a backlash against diversity, equity, and inclusion hires. Oh, if it were true. We could how much money could we save at Ohio State? Sixty million? Annually, if we got rid of all of the outgoing President Johnson's DEI hires, uh, the Hill writes this. When George Floyd was murdered, many Americans wanted to do something. Some protested. (laughs) Did you notice they don't say some rioted, some killed people, some destroyed untold millions of dollars in property. They didn't note that. That was my editorial edition. Some protested, others pushed to defund police. The business community, looking to do its part, went on a diversity, equity, and inclusion hiring spree, bringing on highly paid executives, mostly racial minorities. Well, props to the Hill for telling the truth, although it's really a lie, mostly racial minorities. Can anybody show me a DEI hire of a white heterosexual male? Yeah, no, not going white female because, you know, You could still plead that females are a marginalized class if you want to go into the Wayback Machine and the Me Too movement, which begat the Black Lives Matter movement, which begat the transgender movement, because they're always looking for a fresh sledgehammer, which to club you over the head and make you aware that you are an oppressor. 
But if the DEI movement is about DEI, diversity, equity, and inclusion, how is it possible that there's not one single heterosexual white male in America who cares about and could execute the role of a DEI officer. That has always flummoxed me, but I digress. (laughs) According to a recent report, the Hill says, from the HR consulting firm Revelio Labs, DEI executives were terminated at a much higher rate than other executives in 2022. Well, hallelujah. Again, that's me, not the Hill. Amazon, Applebee's, and Twitter were among the corporate giants that made significant investments in their DEI programs amid a surging, this is important, listen, they made big investments in DEI, and I quote, amid a surging economy fueled by rising household wealth and pandemically bored consumers buying their products, also known as the Trump administration. That's when we had a Surging economy. We have not had that since Trump left office. But now the Hill says that the pandemic is over and the economy is no longer surging, which would be the Biden administration, by the way. Many of those same DEI executives have been fired. Wow. Can anybody imagine why? When we had a surging economy, we had the proliferation of DEI hires. And now that we have a struggling economy, we have those DEI hires diminishing. I have a thought. But let's see what the Hill says. Revelio, which did the survey, reports that more than 300 DEI professionals left their roles in the last half of 2022 at firms affected by layoffs. And entire DEI departments were likely to be eliminated in the bloodbath. Yes, welcome to reality. Many times when things are good, companies get fat and hire unnecessary employees or overpay employees and sort of acquire additional levels of management. And then when times get hard, what do they do? They cut costs. And how do they cut costs? They go either one of two things. Who's the newest hire with the least seniority? Okay, off with their head, they're out of here. Or who's actually dispensable? Who's actually paid a lot of money? Who I sit here and I go, I can't think of a single thing, a single productive thing they do those are the people who get fired the rainmakers the people who actually bring in the money tend not to get fired because if you fire them the money they're bringing in goes with them out the door amazing isn't it but listen to this dei job postings rose by 123 percent before they fell last year by 19 percent well if they rose by 123 and just fell by 19 You've still gained a ton of people. So, boo-hoo for you. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.